Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right up and check out our preview of all the best stuff coming to theme parks in 2020. But first, this week's big news story is about the bed and breakfast that gives you the chance to cuddle up with some cows. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. It's time to hit the road with the Gold Key Adventures Society! We find ourselves at a seaside boardwalk amusement park, and as usual, we've done a poor job of picking a spot to record our latest episode. As we start clickety-clacking our way through the top of the huge wooden roller coaster, I yell over my shoulder, Guys, maybe we should find a recording studio somewhere. Or maybe just hold our meetings at the Gold Key Adventure Society headquarters. Oh man, here comes the drop. Alright everybody, put your hands up and let's do the news. But first, for the rest of the news segment, hands up. <laughs> But first, I have a challenge for you guys. It's a new year and all the pundits are making predictions for 2020. So I want to hear your, uh, I want you guys to give me a long shot prediction for what's going to happen in the Disney parks this year. And I'll go first to give you an example of what I mean. I predict that in the year 2020, the Yeti will finally be removed from Expedition Everest and given his own meet and greet location nearby. (laughs) He'll, He'll be replaced with a giant animatronic marshmallow snow monster from Frozen. Um, that will actually be made from actual marshmallows, making him lighter so that he can actually move and also improving guest safety. That's my prediction for 2020. I like that. I I feel like you had more time to think that up. (laughs) You always blindside us with this stuff. (laughs) That's the improvisation. (laughs) Well, I predict in 2020 that sunny eclipse will be replaced by a all musical review of baby Yoda. And his ma- his full Mandalorian backup dancers. <laughs> yes, actually, please. Yeah, the no, can- Cantina band could be in there with him. There you go. There you go. I mean, Sonny's probably one of the last little bits of non-IP animatronics in the park. So I'm yeah, sure that's he's- true. Yeah, he would and, be and, easy to reskin. Yeah, and you know they're looking for a way to get Baby Yoda in there. So absolutely. I four or five years. I predict that prices will go up <laughs> and value will go down slightly. Gosh. And the community will be outraged. Yes. <laughs> and that Dave won't like Epcot still. <laughs> it's not supposed to be done this year, so definitely not. <laughs> Dave's never Jeff gonna like for it. All the gimmies. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. I predict that spaceship Earth will be turned into a fully functioning Death Star. Oh, yeah. I don't know about then, the fully functioning. And then they're going to use it to. They're going to use it to shoot at Universal. Yeah. Yep. Blow up their epic universe. Could, exactly. Their universally we epic see, universal. We epic see your universe. epic universe. 
and we raise you on Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, well, we tried putting bees in their ride and that didn't work. (laughs) Bees! Amazing if that was some kind of, you know, crazed Disney fan trying to take them down. Like they have some sort of of like summer camp rivalry going on. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we keep planting the seeds on this Death Star thing. It's eventually going to happen. I feel like if we talk about it enough, it's going to happen. Someone from corporate's got to be listening. It's Disney IP now. I want that. Who needs just a giant silver ball when you could have the death? Silver ball. (laughs) Silver ball. Oh, it's been so long since Jeff serenaded us. It's good to have you back, Jeff. That was also my nickname in high school. (laughs) (laughs) I've been, I've been confusing everybody I know because I keep on thinking of my uh, nicknames, high school nicknames also. It's a great, great new trend. Did you have a lot of them too? (laughs) I keep on discovering new ones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well then it's time to do the news. We got something from the theme parks. Um, yes. So, um, free dining is back at Walt Disney world for 2020 or will be back soon. So this year it's a, it's a little interesting. Um, it's going to be for arrivals most nights, June 27th through 28th, July 5th through 7th, and then August 29th through September 8th. So that's roughly about 16 eligible days. Not um, very many. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's been shrinking every year at this point, but this is very (laughs) small. So um, but yeah, it comes with it. You get a Disney dining plan if you stay at at, a del- at most deluxe hotels, and then there's the quick service dining plan for the moderates and values. Um, and there's a four night minimum stay, and you have to also book it by January 16th. Yeah, so, very very short booking window. It's limited yeah. availability and limited window. Also, yep. you have to have the four day hopper along with that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Four day four night stay. One great thing this year, though, is that we're noticing a lot of availability on those dates. So the check-in dates are very small, but there's been tons and tons of availability. So if you want the promo and you can check in one of those dates, you're most likely going to get it, which is better than in previous years. I guess what they're trying to do with this is shift it to just filling in the week or two or specific dates where they know they're soft and just fill that up. I mean, that's the yeah. point of a promo, right? So it's yeah. smart. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're supposed to be in the fall and it's supposed to be this way, but that's just not, I don't think, ever going to be the case. Anymore. Fall is just too busy now. Yeah. yeah. Realistically, I think kind of like what would happen if you got rid of Fast Pass Plus, I think that um, Riots. limiting or removing <laughs> uh, the free dining is just going to lead to a better experience in the long run. Definitely. Uh, you, yeah. You know, you don't have... The whole mentality of just got to snag whatever, mm-hmm. anything you know, it, and everything. It's something they came up with during the recession when they were not being able to fill hotel rooms. And that's just not a problem anymore. The It's it's hard to find availability on a lot of dates throughout the year. But it's a promo that they kind of got locked into doing because everyone loved it and everyone expected it. And they've done it at year after year after year. So they're, I think it's hard for them to say, let's just do away with it. And so yeah. it's just been, yeah. they've kind of been chipping away at it for the last few years. And this is the first really, really big reduction in, in dates. So it certainly makes a lot more sense to shift it to the summer because the spring and the uh, fall have just been nuts lately in the parks and in the hotels. Yeah. Because of the 15 festivals a year that they have. <laughs> the festival of festivals is coming soon. I've heard. I'm, I'm working glorious. on that one. <laughs> it's going to be glorious. <laughs> Can't wait. 
All right, uh, Heather, you got a weird news story for us, don't you? I do. Uh, the headline on this story is Man Sneaks Pet Opossum on JetBlue Flight and Almost <laughs> Gets Away with It. If it hadn't been for those meddling kids those and that dog, kids. he would have. It, this California man uh, took a trip to Texas, and it seems he had no problem getting to Texas, but it was when he was trying to come home with his, they call it in this article, a unique pet. Yeah, it's unique, all right. Understatement of the century. He has a pet opossum named Zatara. And if you want to check her out, she has her own Instagram account because, of course, her, her Instagram tag is Zatara the opossum. And I guess the problem came when he was traveling with her. Clever nickname. Right? <laughs> he was traveling with her in a pet carrier. And it seems on the way there, everyone just assumed it was either a small dog or a cat, which is totally fine. Uh, but he took her out of the carrier while on the flight if, while they were still loading. And that's when the flight crew noticed that it was not a cat or a dog. And the crew members asked him to leave. So he, he calls her a fancified trash cat. So I guess he sort of <laughs> thinks of her as his pet cat. And that was my nickname in high school. (laughs) (laughs) She is really cute. I will say that if you go to her Instagram and take take a look, she's very cute. But Um, I'm going to beg to differ on that. I think possums are scary. (laughs) They're so gross. They look like demonic Muppets. They're very weird looking. They do. They are weird looking. JetBlue uh, did not declined to transport him home. So it says he booked a flight home the next day on United, boarded that flight. And no one even asked. I assume he didn't take her out of the pet carrier this time. <laughs> and his so fancified trash cat got home without incident on his second flight. I wonder why they care if it's a possum instead of a cat. What's the difference? That's a really good question. I mean, it's about the size of a cat. And Some if it, people hate cats as much as I hate a possum. And yeah. I live in Alabama, so possums for pets are pretty common here. <laughs> Whether you want one or not. <laughs> That's right. We've got a bunch of pets living in my attic right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are the, what are the odds that a bossum had its shots recently compared to a cat, though? Mm. Yeah. All right. That That's true. a valid point. Well, I know my possum, Tiny Tim, has had all of his shots. <laughs> <laughs> I call the big one Bitey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so speaking of festivals of festivals, um, Epcot International Festival of the Arts starts January 17th. Yay. What? Yes. Really? Are they having a festival at Epcot? Yeah. Yeah. What's this one about? This one is about art and food because there's always got to be food. And booze. Food and booze? And booze. Yeah. Okay, good. So they'll have food studios that are serving artistic culinary creations. Uh, there'll be hands-on workshops. Um, and there'll be also artist appearances uh, along with art for sale. So you can go and meet the artist, get it signed. Uh, I've done that a few times, which is pretty cool. Um, and then the Disney on Broadway series, which is um, performances of popular Disney Broadway songs by uh, some of the actors uh, who actually perform them. That's fun. Yeah. So that starts on the 17th and it goes until February 24th. I saw some pictures of the food and it looks like they are trying to go very artistic and yeah. beautiful. It's the prettiest the of, yeah, of the festival food. food. Of yeah. the nearly identical festivals that they have year round <laughs> there, I, I do like this one the best because I like having all the artist displays. I've yeah. picked up some cool prints and stuff there and I've watched the... Uh, 
the splatter paint guy. I can't remember his name, but he's super popular mm-hmm. and he paints to music. Yeah. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, that I like cool. all that. They had an artist there last year that did 3D kind of like sculptures out of paper. And they were some of the coolest things I've ever seen. Very, very detailed. Most of them Disney themed. And hmm. if you're just walking by, it sort of looks like it's a painting. But when you get up close, you could see that oh, it was very, yes. very detailed, layered, fancy paper. And they were really cool. I wanted to buy one, but they were very expensive, too. <laughs> there was a very see, elaborate always... ratatouille one that she did. And it, it was like $4,000, I think. But I can imagine it must have taken hours. Some advice for our listeners. Don't do what I did and trash the piece you're looking at and not realize that's the artist sitting there (laughs) on the uh, stool. I was like, oh, I hate this stuff. And she's like, well... That's mine. I'm like, I'll I, show I myself spent, out. I spent six weeks making that. Yeah, <laughs> it was that. It was that weird sort of uh, baby doll looking art. Oh, it was very oh, oh. I, I can't stand that stuff, and I didn't realize it was the artist there. <laughs> it's usually not, but sometimes it is. They go there. And yeah, during this pieces. festival, sometimes you you will encounter the artist uh-huh. right there. Yeah, I've, selling their I've, wares. I felt terrible. I didn't still buy one of those ugly things, but <laughs> <laughs> creepy baby doll art. No, thank yeah. you. Oh yeah. They have, they usually that festival. And actually I think most of the festivals now they have a booth that has all of those Disney baby doll in, in many, many, many different costumes, the mm-hmm. creepy giant eyes. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're slightly like gothy. looking. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, precious moments. They're like, yeah. yeah, it's like oh, cool. it's like dead precious moments, babies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That is Mommy, perfect description. Why did you kill me? <laughs> they always look like brats. Have you ever seen those? The like the brats yeah. toys or cartoons? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. And I think yeah. they're really really popular because there's always a lot of people at that booth. But I can't do it. Yeah, they are. Precious moment stuff is real popular too. Oh yeah, that is true. Yep. And we found another segment of yes. our audience to alienate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just not what I'm into. Check. Everybody's welcome to be into their own stuff. We Except still, for those paintings. <laughs> we still have the Hummel figure collectors, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have they released any of the menus for the festival? Is there any exciting new additions? Yes, there are uh the all the menus are out. Um they haven't released at this point right now. Um the artist lineup and when they're going to be cool. there. Uh, we have a, a full guide over on themeparkprofessor.com for the festival. www.themeparkprofessor.com. Um And as soon as they announce the lineup for the artists, I'll be adding that onto the guide. But yeah, there's, it looks like the, the lineup uh, so far for the food this year isn't that much different than it was last year. Um, it usually stays mostly to the surprise yeah. of no one. <laughs> yeah, they they don't tend to change it up too much. Um, you know, they've still got the decorate your own pop tarts coming and <laughs> the cho- chocolate easels decorate with your own pop tart. Yeah. yeah, why have I never done this? I love a pop tart and I'm very artistic. That is true. <laughs> and I love frosting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to make Jackson Pollock frosting patterns at home. <laughs> this could be an inspiration for a whole, whole new line of designs at uh, Tiki D's. Yes. Oh, I like it. I'll talk to them. <laughs> Edible shirt designs. <laughs> Festival tees. Right. It's been a while since we talked about any weird hotels. Heather, you, you want to go first? I did find one this week. And it is in Oregon at a place called the Brasada Ranch. 
and you、mm. could build your own snow cave and then sleep in it. Couldn't you do that in any field? You really, you probably could. That's true. Yeah. The Brasado Ranch is an 1,800 acre property in Oregon. And during a few cool and cozy weekends, they call them cool and cozy. I'm not sure I would use those words for sleeping in a cave dug out of the snow. However, <laughs> they're hosting snow camp weekends. So basically, you will take a snowshoe excursion into the wilderness. <laughs> Dig your own cave. This is a disclaimer. This is really not up my alley. Yeah, no, 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 no. It is not only it's not only snowy. It's also camping. So and don't forget the hike to get and the hiking. Yes, and you have But, to dig your own hole. And you have、yeah. to dig your own. Yeah,、uh, they they will provide you with snowshoes and overnight packs. You strap them on and head up into an old growth hemlock forest. And when you arrive at camp, you'll build your own individual snow cave. And then before before retiring to your cave for the evening, they'll have a, a campfire cooked meal and local libations. So I mean, do you have to cook you your own、warm. meal too? They will be cooking for you. Ah, yeah, and providing you with the the booze. And then you'll sleep in a cave overnight. Then in the morning they'll cook you breakfast. You'll have another snowshoe tour, and you return back to the Brasada Ranch for a final night of snowcation. So <laughs> they do. I like the picture in this story of、uh, supplies for making breakfast laid、uh, laid out at a <laughs>、yes. table dug out of the snow. Yes, it's, a, it's. I hope they have a lot of snow because、mm. this is really. And there's a little picture、yeah. of people in their snow cave. Yeah, I. There's there's adventurous people out there who would love to do this, but it sounds like the actual ranch is more up my alley because they have nice cabins, a spa with an indoor heated pool, and a and、okay. a, and a、uh, hot、better. tub. Yeah, I could I could get behind that, and then everyone else can go hike in the snow and sleep. <laughs> I'll look at some、okay. pretty snow, and I don't want to dig my bed in it. I mean, if <laughs> usually if I'm、it. being If I'm being driven out to the wilderness and being made to dig my own hole and then like、oh, sleep in it, that's a this, hostage situation. Like, like yeah, someone needs to alert my、direction. my family. Send help, <laughs> right? Pay、yeah. the man whatever he wants. Get me out of there. <laughs> oh, they're making you dig your own hole too. This is yeah, that's a real Tom Sawyer situation. Who would pay to get you back, Jess? Oh.、No. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody. The dog, so that I'd feed him. He'd、uh, <laughs> figure out a way to raise the money. <laughs> How about you, Dan? Did you find a fun hotel? Yeah,、uh, this is from Insider. dot com. I think the headline really says it all.、Um, you can buy cow cuddles for seventy five dollars an hour at this luxurious、oh、bed and breakfast. <laughs> cow cuddles? Is that a thing? Uh, uh, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Can I、yes. just ask who has looked at a cow? And thought, wow, I would just love to cuddle with that animal. Many a lonely farmer. <laughs> yeah, fair point.、They're、probably Welsh. <laughs> I'm more of a sheep man myself. Oh. <clears throat> Tell us more, Dan. Yeah, I saw the Mountain Horse Farm, a luxurious bed and breakfast, and glamping site in the Finger Lakes region of upstate New York. Uh, you can you have the opportunity to cuddle with cows, and、um, she, the owner of the ranch, has offered these experiences for a long time as、uh, therapeutic、uh, interactions between horses and guests.、Um, and so,、oh. 
Uh, kind of like when she you when they bring a dog into an old folks home or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's I saw Equus. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, <well laughs> she decided to branch out and and bring cows into the mix. Apparently, um, I can only just read this quote. After a visit to our home country, the Netherlands, we learned about cow cuddling. Buller said, "We felt it would be an amazing addition." <laughs> of course, it was the Dutch <laughs> to the wellness work we were already doing. Apparently, uh, it's a thing in the Netherlands to uh, <laughs> cuddle cows. So, huh. um. For $75, you can spend an hour um, cuddling with the farm's two cows, Bonnie and Bella. An hour? Do they dress them up for you? No. (laughs) It's a provider. While the cows often sit sit and are receptive to cuddling, they are also free to roam and play during their interactions to humans. So you're paying them $75, and you might not even get to cuddle the cow. The cow might be off doing its own thing. The cow might not Um, be that into you. Hey, moo means moo, okay? <laughs> choice <laughs> choice, and respect are key words. When you spend time with them, you enter their space, and connecting with them is as much their choice as it is yours. So, oh, my so word. So it's all about consent. So many things. So many things we can say that when we that probably shouldn't. When that happens, it's magical because it comes from a mutual desire. What? <laughs> what is happening? The freedom of choice. Makes all the difference. How old are these cows? Oh. <laughs> uh, they, it looks like they're of age, but I'm sure that you can ask for ID before you enter the pen. <laughs> this has taken a turn that I was not expecting. All of this sounds like just wrong. Yeah, yeah. This I'm, is I'm a bunch gonna of. Post, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that we. We post uh, the cows' uh, Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, Do they have pictures so, so you know what you're getting into first? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mail order Swipe cows. right on that cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bessie. Oh, she loves cuddling by the moonlight. <laughs> and weird. eating hay. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing her own cud. <laughs> That's well, the I mean, who else is cud? What she? Mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is this a cud swap? Hey, she's a professional. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now we just turned our explicit. Rating. Well, we just there lost the all farmers. of our farmer listeners. <laughs> guys, I'm broke. I can't. Twenty twenty is going to be a fun our, year, you guys. There goes our Wisconsin <laughs> listeners with. <laughs> Where the men are men and the sheep are scared. <laughs> oh, deep breaths. <laughs> well, Dan, I thought you were just going to talk about the Vegemite Hotel, but cow cuddling. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> this is much better. Okay. Somebody have another news. Can you cuddle with Vegemite? Ooh. If you try yeah, hard enough. What you do with Vegemite on your own time is your business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Ooh. No, we all missed our chance to stay in the Vegemite Hotel. It was only the month of December. Sadly, we missed it while we were on break. Oh, but the greatest I'm part sure. about it was that it, the bed looked like Vegemite on toast. <laughs> Mine does every morning. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more, Jeff. Yeah, uh, let's hear it. <laughs> I'll leave that to the imagination. <laughs> Wow. Well, uh, in other news, <laughs> thank you. <He's> literally, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you can now renew your passport in 24 hours using Mobile Passport. Have you guys used this app? No. It is no. 
It's a great, it is a really great app. Unfortunately, it's, they don't, not a lot of airports are using it yet, but it is, it is starting to gain in popularity. And basically you, you download the app and then you scan your passport into the app and you can fill out your, all of your customs information right in the app. And then they have a separate line at the airports that use it and you get through Super fast. I've heard that it's even faster than global entry because you've entered all everything into the app. It submits it right to the State Department and Customs and Border Control and you're through quickly. Well, and now they're adding a new feature where they have teamed up with a service called Rush My Passport. And you oh. can renew your passport using the app and get it in as quickly as 24 hours. Which, you know, oh. if you if your passport's about to expire and you need to take that last minute trip to France... Could come in pretty handy. Uh, it also works at some cruise ports. That's where I've used it most. Is yep. the Miami cruise port has it, and it's a much shorter line than the regular line if you have mobile passport. So check it out. It's, you can download it in the app store of your. Did choice. they did they list what the fee is for the twenty four hour turnaround? They don't list it. They say that it's a sliding scale because uh, you have to pay the regular, the standard government fee for a passport renewal is one hundred and seventy dollars. And then the Rush My Passport service can it can get it to you in as quickly as twenty four hours, or you can just do other levels of um, expedited service. So the normal service through the State Department usually takes what six to eight weeks. They say. Wait, is a passport renewal one seventy now? It is, yeah. Oof! Nice, huh? I guess that beats helicoptering home from. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Swimming home from another country if your cruise ship breaks down. Oof. Yeah. Hmm. Trip insurance. Yep. Uh, you can also, there's if you need a rush order or passport, but don't, are, are, this says, aren't a fan of doing it on your phone. FedEx office locations have now started having um, a passport renewal um, option within 24 hours. However, that one costs $500. On top Ouch. of the government <laughs> fee of 170, they don't call out what the rush my passport fees are, but I, I have um, I've recommended that service to clients in the past, and I think it's it's around 150 to 200 dollars for an expedited passport through them. So that about doubles your passport renewal a little bit more. Not too bad totally if you worth really it, do you need really one need that quickly. Yeah. Right. It's it's supposed to be an emergency. It's not something for irresponsible. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I, I bet a lot of irresponsible adults wind up using it. Absolutely. Yeah, probably more oh, than emergencies. What? You told me I had to have a passport for this trip? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think what trips up a lot of people is they don't realize that you really need to keep six months of validity on your passport. There are a lot of places where you can't travel if your passport is expiring in the next six months usually i take umbridge with yeah usually if it's good it's good what does it matter yeah well i think what they're trying to avoid is is people who are sort of trying to arrange an oops i can't leave your country because my passport is expired Mm. (laughs) kind of situation i don't know that for sure but that's my guess it's always the nefarious people that mess it up for us that's why we can't have nice things that and the cow cuddlers (laughs) yeah Some would say that they're on the nice list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got a new feature that I want to experiment with on our show. Um, I was gifted a copy of the Atlas Obscura Ooh. Christmas this year. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a random walk through the uh, through the Atlas Obscura. So Heather, <laughs> uh oh, I need you to pick a number from zero to four. Three. Three. Okay. Let me write that down. Is this a magic Jess. trick? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Just zero, zero to nine. Is nine. this your card? <laughs> nine. No. Jeff, zero to nine. Twelve. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Page 398. Ooh. Okay. Oh, Exciting. clever. Yeah. It says index. Let's see what comes hmm. up. Hopefully it's something interesting. All right, I'm going to pick the weirdest thing on the page. All right. So maybe somebody wants to book a trip to the Mano del Desierto in Antofagasta. <laughs> we love what it. What that? Dan has to pronounce <laughs> weird words. This is, this is um, somewhere in... Latin America. That's a There's a out. lot of yard words here, so stick with me here. This is <laughs> it's uh, south of America. <laughs> okay, um, it's it's a it's south of the town of Antofagasta in the state of Antofagasta along the Pan American Highway. Uh, it's a 36 foot tall stone hand protruding out of. It's a s- giant stone hand protruding out of the ground. Oh. oh. Wow. I bet it knows you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> that is the second time we've referenced that song in this show. Yes. And it makes me happy. Um, so, uh, the barren monotony of the Atacama Desert is shattered by what looks like a buried giant reaching out of out for help. Mano del Desierto, a 36-foot tall hand protruding out of the sand, is the work of Chilean. Oh, it's in Chile. Chilean Chile. sculptor Mario Irarazabal. Wow. It was built in the early 1980s. Uh, Work is known for its portrayal of human vulnerability and helplessness. Oh, well, I'm glad uh, that the- two, two concepts that certainly come across when viewing this unnerving half submerged bomb. So call your favorite travel planner from Key to the World Travel. Yeah. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Your key to a magical vacation. And be glad it's and, the uh, giant's hand protruding out of the ground. Your key else. to a giant hand. Yes. It looks like Charlton Heston should be there being like, you did it. You blew it up. <laughs> you damn dirty apes. <laughs> so does someone, is there a caretaker for that statue that has a year round hand job? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to apply for that? Position? I will apply for that. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, we have fun. <laughs> Do we have any more news? We uh, are laughing. No, nothing good. That's all I got. That's all I got this week, you guys. <laughs> all right. Well, then we're going to take a quick break for commercial, but stick around because after that, we're going to be talking about all of the exciting things that are coming to Disney parks and Universal and there's some cool stuff happening in SeaWorld and some other places. So don't, don't go away and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Perfect. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, 
Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. And now, back to the show. So we've gotten off the roller coaster and we're exploring the midway. I've got a cone of cotton candy the size of a toddler and Jess is lugging around a gigantic teddy bear that he won after throwing $50 worth of darts at a wall of balloons. Tucked away between the Guess Your Weight booth and a lemonade stand, we find a Zoltar fortune-telling machine. After a brief discussion, we decide that a peek into the future is more than worth risking a big situation. So we insert our quarters and Zoltar speaks and spits out a surprisingly long card filled with tiny print. Guys, you know what this is? It's a list of all the exciting new things that are coming to theme parks this year. Let's start with Dave's favorite, Epcot. 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 That's where most of the action is in Orlando. So much action is happening at Epcot right now. I'm most excited, I think, about Space 220, the new space-themed restaurant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Opening in winter. Yeah, it's supposed to be here any any day now, right? (laughs) Right (laughs) now. I haven't seen the latest update. Last I heard, they were still looking for a chef. I have heard that, that they lost their chef, and now they have to hire a new one. Yeah, he went to Vegas. Did the cable break and he floated off into space? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang it, we Vegas. keep losing chefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the latest news just says it's slated to open in early 2020, but we don't know when. So that gives us up to June then? Yeah, pretty much. Before it's late. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the last day of winter technically? Um, um, isn't it late? For, it's March, March, March 20th, I think. March 21st yeah, so is still quite yeah. a while. First, yeah. It'll be March 21st. I'm excited for that one. It looks cool. And I wonder if it'll make me a little seasick. Sometimes simulators do. I so, so. I, yeah, you hope that's, so? that's what I like as a meal <laughs> with seasickness. <laughs> I'm excited. If they're going to immerse me in outer space, then I better feel a little bit of space. Are they going to mm-hmm. make you ride um, mission space first and get spun oh, yeah. around Ooh. in the... In the centrifuge, I think they should like do it the other launched. way around. You have a huge meal and a giant dessert, and then go right right downstairs into mission space and get well. It is it equipped. It, it is equipped with vomit bags, so perfect. The restaurant that we've got room to hit up the festival. <laughs> 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 yeah. Always thinking about that. That's a great point, Dan. <laughs> Love Disney. <laughs> um, let's see. So, what else is going on at Epcot? We've got. Um, Allegedly, at some point, uh, Harmonious is supposed to open. Sometime. At some point. Yeah. Either spring or later, depending on... They've said summer now is the last thing that I read. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to keep on getting pushed back and back. Well, if it's anything like the Rivers of Light uh, (laughs) debacle, it'll be a while. Because they kept sinking their floats. I think that looks pretty cool, though. I hope it's big. That's a big lake, and they keep trying to do these smallish shows on a huge lake. And once you've seen stuff like Fantasmic and World of Color and see how they can fill up a space, everything just seems too small there now. That's what they've said. I've got a kite and a jet ski. The fire kites are pretty spectacular. 
They yeah. are pretty cool. If, if there were 70 of them, it would be spectacular. When there's four out there on that big lake, and like one guy, I'm riding a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my strings got tangled. <laughs> Dang well, it. Supposedly, supposedly in their in their press for it, Disney has said that it will be the largest nighttime spectacular yes. ever created yep. for a Disney theme park. Whoa. That's so, some Disney style hyperbole there. Yeah. <laughs> the concept art makes it look like a mix of world of color and traditional fireworks shows. Yeah. With floats and LED panels. And yeah. Spotlights yeah. and pyro and lasers. I'm still hoping they've figured out a way to do the drones. And that they're going to surprise everybody with the light up drones like they did for the Christmas thing mm-hmm. at Disney Springs a couple cool. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it was all about getting them into the lagoon. So they have to launch them from a place outside of the lagoon to get them to in position, and they can't fly them over people. Over people. Right. So, oh. and all they had was that one access area that the barge from mm-hmm. Illuminations yep. used to go through, and they couldn't, as from what I had heard, couldn't figure out how to get the drones to go under the bridge and make it across into the lagoon and get set oh, up. Oh, right, so. because they'd have to go under the, that bridge. Yeah, right. So why Ooh. can't they launch them off of a? That's what I'm thinking. Have, have them the from an island or floating platform. That's Dan, out in you the should lagoon. be an Imagineer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's probably a good answer if they're not doing. That. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Iger on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll call Bobby. <laughs> Jeff's got him on speed dial. I think uh, the uh, France. Expansion in Epcot is yes. my It's getting most, really uh, close. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's right much bigger than I thought it was. You can see it really well from the Skyliner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm and really we just saw how much space it is. Just saw it this week and they're really far into that expansion. All the stuff you've been able to see it on the Skyliner for quite a while and it's been just, you know, a can you tell yet how you access it? Do you go around to the right, like on the other side of the that's, arcade? Yes, entrance? that's what it looks like from what I was seeing this this past week. Um, all of that back there now really looks like beautiful Parisian buildings. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like just a mess anymore. They've put the roofs on all those buildings back there, and it looks like you will be accessing it from the extreme right-hand side of the the France pavilion like over by where Bell greets now. Yeah. That's all. That's what I can see so far. It's a little tricky to tell because the, the Ratatouille adventure show building is really, really big and it's hard to tell exactly where you're going to be entering that show building, but the restaurant is right out right next to it. And that's what they just put the, the roof on. Yes. The size of that show building leads me to believe that instead of, the guest actually becoming tiny. I think some of the sets are large. Oh, what? I think you yeah. might be right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Ruining the magic again. I love that ride in uh, Disneyland Paris. Yes. I cannot wait to go on it here. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. And the the restaurant, I was thinking when they were describing it, that it was only going to be a quick service, but it is going to be quick service and table service. So I'm excited about that. It's a it's a crepery. Yes. With a menu by apparently some famous guy. Jerome Bocuse. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, my favorite Jeremy French Buckets. I that love guy. that guy. That French guy. <laughs> Is he related now. to famous French actor Juicy Smoulier? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I'm re- I think it's a different guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now I'm, rem- now I'm remembering why these shows always run long when Jeff is up. 
<laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. It's not. Oh no, I'm not complaining. Not. I'm not complaining at all. Other, um, there's some other new food also coming, coming to Epcot. Is, oh, food. yeah. Okay. Uh, the other Hit me with the food. The food. Um, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Yes, that should be opening in the next couple of months, I think. Featuring with Sam the Eagle on it. Yes. Yeah. They. Is, do we think he's going to pop up as a? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I, I would love that so much. That would be amazing. It's, if he's just a picture on the sign, that's going to be a it just, pizza Rizzo. Well, yeah. Yeah. Out, like his yeah. barbecue contest or whatever. That yeah, it just seems of. like he's hosting it, and I really don't think you're going to see him anywhere. But yeah, like you said, like Pizza Rizzo, it's going to be they're touches of him. They're missing opportunity if there's That would make me so happy if he would pop up in random corners somewhere. There's you no know, reason why they could. Hire a teenager, put his hand up yeah. Sam's butt, and work that out. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue is the ultimate American cuisine. So he mm-hmm. would approve of it. It says they're going to be serving Texas style brisket, Memphis ribs, and various other barbecue specialties. Um, um, I like um, that it's called a uh, celebration yum. of all cookoffs, but mostly barbecue. Yes. Yeah, that's, so <laughs> that's very good. But just the American ones. Just the American ones. <laughs> uh, Italy's getting a gelato stand. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm excited that about that. Well, they're replacing the um, movies in a few of these countries too. Those oh, yes. 360, yes. What are the, mm-hmm. whatever those are the, called. Uh, Circle Vision. Those Circle are opening Vision. really soon, actually. All three Got of them are opening. Got a new O Canada. Mm-hmm. That's, All three uh, of them opening. are opening on January 17th. So coming yeah. up real yep. quick here. Uh, Wondrous China mm-hmm. and uh, the Beauty and the Beast sing along in France. Yes. Yeah. And, and over also, at the land. Oh, and the land. Awesome yeah. planet. And awesome planet. Yep. Yes. And Canada far and wide in Circle Vision 360. It's saying uh, also um, the uh, the uh, Mo- Moana Journey of Water is supposed to open this year, although it doesn't really have a date. Set of a it. heavily mm-hmm. themed splash pad. Yes. <laughs> or a a maze. It's, it's a, so after, describes it after going to the Epcot experience that they've got going right now, where you can see the, the concepts for everything that they've got coming. Yeah, I still haven't gone in there. <laughs> yeah, I watched it, and they have a little part for that Moana attraction or whatever walkthrough that that it's going to be it does look like it's basically just a revamped version of the jumping fountains mm-hmm. that's at all the concept art i've seen that's what it looks like it's yeah it looks like is maybe it? you'll be able to change the color of like waterfalls <laughs> with lights and things like that and but mostly it's just those jumping fountain things that so. sounds dumb to us because we're not the target audience oh no i know have, kids are gonna love it yeah, yeah kids are gonna love that point. and any of those places where kids can calm down and get a little respite and yeah. parents can get on their phones they should put phone chargers around that area so mom <laughs> yeah, and dad can charge up the phone while the kids like the hidden burn phone chargers at uh, Rapunzel's potties. Yeah, the prettiest <laughs> yeah. pooper in all the land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me some ample seating while my kid, you know, jumps around and gets his mm-hmm. energy out. That sounds good to me. It's like that yeah, area. In, it's going to be landscaped and themed. It's like that yeah. area in California yeah. Adventure. That's like the redwoods where mm-hmm. the kids can oh, run and play. Redwood yeah, Forest the, Trail. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really yeah. cool for little ones. Yeah. My kids yep. loved that until they both got too ha- too tall to <clears throat> participate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked out of there. They're like, sir, put some clothes on and leave. <laughs> uh, there's one other thing at Epcot that I'm excited about is the uh, new retheme of the World Showcase Adventure is going to change oh, from yeah. uh, Ancient P to DuckTales. Yes. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, maybe I'll actually play it. No. Here's how elderly I am. I've never seen DuckTales. It was, Either one. It one was not 80s. even the new one. No. Oh. Well, because I don't care about it. Because right. in the 90s, I was elderly already, so I didn't uh, I didn't watch the old show. 
<laughs> I did watch Rescue Rangers for whatever reason. That's a good one. But DuckTales oh. passed me by. My son loves yeah. the new DuckTales. I've watched it a couple times with him, and it it yeah. bears almost no resemblance to the original. But Yeah, it's, it's great. We, we watch it. I think it's great. I like the look of the animation on the new one. And a lot of the storylines, I think, are more like the old uh, comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Was it a comic before it was a show originally? Uh, the Donald or Scrooge McDuck comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I'm looking. Let's see. Oh, and the Beauty and the Beast sing along. We forgot that while mentioning France. They're adding yep. that uh, in. I think it's only playing some of the time in the same theater. That yeah, the it's going to run opposite yeah. the um, Impressions of France. Uh, circle. Oh, I thought it was yeah. called Impressions de France. It's Impression de France. Yes. Say that again. Um, time for a French off. <laughs> yeah. Say that again in your special French accent. Off. <laughs> that did come out the, quite the way I say that like one of your French girls. <laughs> Le mou. Oh, and the, we didn't mention in the Canada far and wide that it's no longer going to be Martin Short. I know. Right. It's Eugene yeah. Levy and uh, Catherine O'Hara now. Yes. Oh, I wish it okay, was I'll see it. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Is he Canadian? Talk about missing Réjean. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Is he really? I guess I didn't realize Mm -hmm. he was Canadian. He's from Quebec. Oh. (laughs) Quebec. So that's Epcot in a nutshell. Help, help. I'm in a nutshell. (laughs) Uh, Magic Kingdom, they're just still plugging away at building things, right? Plugging away. Yeah. Tron has, they finished the main track inside the, what, the, the, the building well, part of it that they call, yeah, right. it will be inside what they call the gravity box. And they just <laughs> yeah. started uh, bringing that big, I don't know what you call it, the part of the track that looks like a giant swoosh. <laughs> it's called it's technically a Nike track. It's <laughs> called a swoosh, yeah. <laughs> it's covered, but sort of open at the same time. Yeah. They have the, uh, the light cycle ride vehicles out in front of uh, Mission Mission Space. Space... Uh, Space Mountain. All the space rides flowing around in my head right now that you can go and sort of try them out. Do they have it where you can actually click it and see if like a big, tall, fat person like myself can it's, fit? It's or weird. somebody with a bad back. I don't yeah. think that it's in, what they what they have is you sit down in it and you pull on this handle and it brings the back up. But it doesn't click in, and it. I don't. I don't think it's an actual very good representation of being able to tell whether it's going to work for you. Um, yeah. It. It. It was. I like to test too, a ride vehicle out before I wait an hour in line for it and go. Yeah. Sir, get out of here. So I. I don't know <laughs> if this hour? is what that's kidding? what they're going to be using as the tester or not. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, with these new ride vehicles, like with the uh, flight of passage. How you? I, I'm glad they have them out front because mm-hmm. I was. I assumed yeah. I couldn't ride Flight of Passage because I have a bad back, and I just saw a video of the vehicle, and I was like, "That looks uncomfortable." But it's surprising. Yeah. It's and actually comfortable. Tron, and I have yeah. no the Tron vehicles are tall and big, and right? And the Tron no vehicles are very similar to Flight of Passage in that they have both a back restraint portion and leg restraint portion, mm-hmm. and that's so. It, it the both of those things have to click. We tried them out, and my my. 16 year old son who's over six feet tall and big the back was coming up fine for him but he was having trouble with the leg restraints but like i said it was just a was a mechanical uh thing that you pulled Mm -hmm. down so i you know we couldn't really tell whether that was an accurate representation for me the secret on on flight of passage is i have to scoot all the way forward and push my foot as forward Mm -hmm. as possible yeah 
and then sit way up. And then when it clicks in, it's fine. And then I can relax and it's, it's I think good. it's going to be kind of longer or bigger that. legs are having more issues with flight of passage. Yeah, than definitely. Actual, like gut the, girth. The one difference yeah. on the, on the Tron vehicle is that you're definitely leaning much more forward than you yeah, are yeah. in flight of passage. <laughs> flight of passage, you can kind of sit up straight, um, but these you, mm-hmm. you have to really lean forward. Because they want you to feel like you're riding a motorcycle, right? That gets you. That's where bellies can get in the way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's words words still out on that right now. Whether tall and big folks are going to have trouble with that ride. Hopefully, they take that into account. I mean, you're putting this attraction in the United States. We're not. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're not. Newsflash: We're Asians, all fat. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's too bad. So we'll see. Uh, let's head over to Hollywood Studios. So um, many things. <laughs> there's just a couple new things for 2020. Um, I'm just going to glance over real quick because we don't have a firm date, but there's a chance that the Woody's Roundup Barbecue might open at the end of the year, but probably not. The building is up. I had yeah. no idea where that was actually going, and it was just pointed out to me last week, and it was where is it? not where I expected. So when you're walking into... Toy Story Land, and there's With that Woody on your there's, right. Yes, there's that giant Woody, and <laughs> giant which I Woody love every time. <laughs> statue, a dog statue. Um, actually, how many right, inches is that thing? Do we think <laughs> enough? Just enough. Actually, right before you get to him, there's a little uh, there's a little path that leads off to a to backstage. There's a backstage door right there. That that building is just on the other side of that door. So the whole building for that restaurant is basically right next to Woody. You think the entrance will be there or on the other side of Woody? Because they were originally going to put that little old west looking building there that was going to have stores in it. That was just past Woody on the right. I wonder if it'll connect back where that was. That was what uh, the cast member we were talking to. That's what they think is happening. They don't think you're going to enter it from that that backstage they think they'll keep that backstage entrance right there and that it will be just what you thought on the other side of woody and around yeah. there that the entrance would happen hmm. that would be nice if they put in all of that stuff all of those storefronts from the concept art yeah it looked really yeah. cool yeah. like an old west oh, town yeah. ghost mm-hmm. town looking yeah. thing but the building yeah. is all the way up so they're just working now on the inside and uh on the front and i think march 4th is mickey's mickey and minnie runaway railway march 4th yes yes, yes sir is anyone even there. excited about that who even I'm likes excited mickey about and it i love I'm mickey a- mouse i know <laughs> yeah i'm excited we made it nearly 50 years without a mickey mouse ride it's time at this point we can go another two months well and we've been yeah. waiting for this one for quite a while it was supposed to open in the fall <laughs> yes that's true and I'm a huge fan of the shorts, so I'm I'm excited yes. that they're based off of those. I think they've done a real good job with those. Yeah, I like those too. Yes, they are comfortable and breezy on a hot day. Mm-hmm. I prefer a capri <laughs> pants, but <laughs> I'm a cool lot man Ooh, myself. <laughs> yeah. They're more versatile. I'm rocking my pedal pushers as we record this. <laughs> Heather's got the clam diggers. Yes. Yes. And then around the same time as the Mickey Mouse ride, uh, also the Mickey Shorts Theater will debut. Um, uh, Mickey Shorts Runoff uh, Theater, I guess, is a pretty good way. Yes. Where's that? <laughs> the ABC Sounds Studio next to the Hyperion Theater, the former home of Star Wars Path of the Jedi and Sounds Dangerous. And now we're oh, next yeah. to where they do the Frozen sing along. Yeah. Yeah. I never went to any of the, I've never been in that building. Sounds Dangerous oh. was horrible. Was, was that the Drew Carey thing? Yes. Yeah. It was not it good. Was, yeah. 
Yeah, it was one of the worst attractions I've been on, and I, I tend to like most attractions. I, I tend to like almost everything. Um, so that does it for Hollywood Studios, unless we want to talk more about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But I think we can move right along. Um, Animal Kingdom, is there anything coming to me, Animal Kingdom? There's nothing coming to Animal Kingdom. I heard they were going to put in a tree. Another one? <laughs> just Ooh. No, just a regular normal tree. I heard just they were a- getting some animals. <laughs> yep. They just put in some otters. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the otter otter grotto. Otter grotto. So They're like very going. cute. <laughs> that sounds otterly charming. Yes, it is. We <laughs> we stopped and watched the otters for quite a while last week because they're cute and they were all. I want one. They hold hands. They were playing and wrestling and uh, and one of them had a they they Gorsh. gave them a shellfish and just let them like in the wild try to figure out how to open it. So we, we watched an <laughs> otter with laying on his back with a shell. And a rock just working, working at that shell until he cracked it open and had a nice treat. Thanks a lot, guys. I was bored in captivity. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get this shellfish I'm open. I'm so hungry. But because so he was hungry. born in captivity, he Googled how to open it. Yes. <laughs> More than like Take a rock is really a cell phone. It's a millennial otter. <laughs> that's right. Um, anything exciting? Uh I think that's everything about Disney World. I just about for Disneyland has yeah, a lot of stuff going. Twenty twenty one is going to be even more exciting for Disney World. We'll talk about that in, yeah. at that's the end the of the fiftieth and lots of stuff planned for <laughs> yeah. there. Disneyland's kind of ramping it up for next year or this year. I keep wanting to say next year. It's but we're this already year. Here. Yeah. It's twenty twenty. The first big one is uh, their version of uh, Rise of the Resistance is coming soon. Very January soon, 17th. next a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that will be, uh, and then also uh, next month in February, they're getting a brand new parade. Magic yeah. happens. It looks good. Yes. I love their their uh, previous daytime parade, but this one looks really neat. I love the float designs. Yep. I've only, I just, I'm looking right now at just the concept art of the Moana float. And it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Like on a boat. I, like most nearly 50 year old men, love parades. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the exact target demo, but I do love them. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just something about a good good parade. Um, Snow White's getting a, an update. She's not going to be so scary anymore. Aww. Yeah, that's sad. I, I, I didn't, I like I didn't hear about that. Children. I, I like the it. scariness of the Snow White ride. Just, they're, they're making it slightly less scary. I think they're getting rid of some of the dark dungeon scenes that really have uh, nothing to do with come the on. And then... They're going to expand the ending so that it's not just a really quick flash by the sign that says, and they live happily ever right. after. <laughs> They're going to actually show us uh, Snow White back alive. Okay, I guess. Meh. Hey, Lunar no, New so Year good. is starting on January 17th, and they do a lot for Lunar New Year at Disneyland. And this yes. year oh. is the year of the year mouse. The- uh-huh. So exciting. Is it mouse or rat? It's the mouse. It's mouse. the year of the mouse. Mm. Yeah. I keep it seeing all the designs and they don't say. They just have a little rodent. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, it's uh, it's Year of the Mouse and they have a, a mouse who lives at Disneyland. So, you know, hmm. maybe they could have some kind of a tie-in. I bet you there will be. Is it Pluto? <laughs> He's a dog. Yes, that's the one. Got it in one, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, Disneyland Park. Oh, uh, Indiana Jones is also getting a... a refer because it's the 25th anniversary of the ride this year yeah, yeah. now they're really? gonna have it work 27 percent of the time instead of 25 <laughs> yeah, allegedly they're fixing some of the broken effects that haven't worked in oh like the yeah. constipated indiana jones at yeah. the end? 
<laughs> who just stands yeah, there and just goes, oh. Jess and oh. Heather and I got stuck on that with, uh, it was us and Dave and Zach, and we got stuck looking at at him for 30 minutes or it more. It was a long time. I believe it really Jeff, looked like Jeff he was struggling on the toilet. interesting little videos <laughs> from some footage. I, I may have. <laughs> and Disneyland's doing their, uh, bringing back their DL After Dark events. Those mm-hmm. are those are cool. Yeah. I like how they do the different themes instead of just like one villain thing that lasts a whole season. They do several different kinds. They're doing an 80s night, a sweetheart's night, Pixar night, and a villain's night, all for their yeah, after hours fun. events. Those look super fun. And then the big thing that's Summer. coming, and I booked a trip specifically for this, did is you? yeah, Avengers Campus opens yes. this summer. So. When, did you, when did you book it? August 29th. Um, uh, no, actually, we arrive August 30th and we're there till September 5th. So, oh, good call. That's probably yeah. pretty safe. Yeah. I figure it is. That's that's as good as we can get. And it's the week before my son starts school. So, it, do it, you it, think it that they'll have that that cool Spider Man animatronic oh. that we saw on the Imagine? If you look at the story? concept, yeah, if you look at the concept art, the front of the Spider-Man ride, it actually has a Spider-Man swinging on this crane. Uh-huh. And at, yeah. at first I was just like, oh, they're just, you know, shoving in a character in the concept art. Oh, but, but the fact that they be. have a dedicated crane with a line on it, yeah. I swear, like, you'll be walking by and he'll probably be yeah. swinging. And that's I what they that launched it off. on the Imagineering show. Oh, you have got to the last watch it. Go back and watch it. It's it a fast, is. last episode, yeah. It's oh. at the end of the last episode. It's yeah, breathtaking. Yeah. yeah, and they launch him off a crane, right? They they he mm-hmm. they sort of catapult him and then he's Oh, that's like that one. It's just that, like a slingshot. Yeah. Yeah, they that. slingshot him, but then he does all these flips and and just no lines or anything attra- attached. It's like it's Yeah, incre- I remember seeing incredible. that. They should yeah. like shot him out of a cannon mm-hmm. and he landed in a net. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now So it looks like Spider-Man. they're opening with just that Spider-Man ride and the Pim Test, test kitchen. kitchen yes right yes. and then they have what sounds like uh rise of the resistance scale ride that's coming in the next year or two that's what that. we're all hoping for for that it's, yeah the way they described it was pretty so. pretty big and epic yeah that would Fingers be awesome crossed. if they did something on the scale of rise but with adventures <laughs> i would be the happiest little girl on the planet <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> have you seen the concept art for that because it I mean, the concept art, you're like in your own individual ride chair that's floating Mm -hmm. in the air in the middle of a battle. So I I don't know how they plan to make that happen, but. I mean, I would think it would be like those trackless trackless stuff like Ratatouille and Rise of Resistance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the The Harry Potter arm thing. But but for each person, I guess, has their own one, which sounds insane. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. No word on when that second attraction is going to open no nothing nope. at all no. no hints nope it's six, it's 65 years of disneyland this summer it's which is crazy i can't believe it we're already at the 65th anniversary that's a lot of years yeah so july 17th yep. i feel like they oh. just ended the 60th anniversary yeah, it does feel well, like that, lasted, that lasted three years yes yeah. <laughs> it went all the way through the uh the year before it and the year of it and the year after yes it. It's like the year of a million dreams that lasted for what, like 10 years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The year of 10 yeah. million dreams. Just about. <laughs> um, o- Oogie Boogie Bash is coming back in 2020. I didn't get to see that last year, so I wouldn't mind catching it this year. That's what replaced, uh, what did it used to be called? Mickey's Halloween Party? Something? Yeah, they did it over at, at the <laughs> Disneyland Park and they moved everything over to. Yeah, and I heard the. The villainous, the world of color show for Oogie Boogie was really, really cool. 
I love the character Oogie Boogie, so I'm glad to see that. He's he's one of my favorites. Just dark and weird, like a scary sack of flour. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how old and it bugs. is. How long it's been in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Are there boll weevils in it? Did we freeze yeah. uh, Was it whole wheat flour? Uh, <laughs> uh, scary. <laughs> what else Anything else? Are we missing anything, anything from Disneyland? Uh, that's all at Disneyland. Oh, I want to head back food to... Food and Wine. That's coming oh, yeah. back on uh, February oh, 28th yeah. through April 21st. I love the time of year and the place that they do that there. Do it all through California Adventure. Mm-hmm. And it's much prettier weather than... The sweaty food and wine at yes. our own Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hot. Yeah, it was really nice there. That was, what was the festival that was going on when we did Kiko there? A couple years ago. Festival. It was the holidays. Festival of, festival festival. of the holidays. holidays. Yeah. I liked the way the festival was not so intrusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to be. Yeah, intrusive. It's not in your face. Yeah. Okay. Um, heading back to Orlando. We've got a few more things we could talk about. Uh, there's not a lot at Universal that's been announced other than everybody's been waiting for the Born Stuntacular mm-hmm. opening in spring. Where you can't tell where real life stops and the screen begins. <laughs> Matt Damon, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> well, and then yeah, do they have a guarantee on their promise? Yeah. <laughs> they're building something. So, right yeah. yeah, what, what, it, what is think, rumored Jess? to be the, well, it's rumored to be titled the Velocicoaster. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So it's still, it's still, there's, there's rumors that Jurassic Park is going to be revamped into Jurassic World as like they did Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Right. And, and the one thing that you can't deny is that they are building something. And oh, they've something. Got, yeah. Pretty they've huge. Yeah. Ride tracks that have just come in and there's footage of the ride track sitting off site so it's a Mm -hmm. big steel coaster that's going to probably span the entire land and so we're not sure if it's going to get a a, a switch but universal likes to do a lot of their construction and then announce that something's coming yeah Yeah, like hagrid's wasn't announced for a while Mm -hmm. but they had walls we were all speculating and everybody kind of said oh it's going to be it's going to be a forbidden forest something but yeah they didn't announce what diagon alley was till you could just tell it was london yeah you know there's a dragon on the bank it's kind of like (laughs) until you can no longer deny what it is and then they say this is what it's going to be over thanksgiving on thanksgiving day actually we were doing a vip tour at universal and we walked by as they were literally lowering some track clearly the footing of a coaster track yeah and she said clearly this may or may not be a coaster. She's yeah. not allowed to say. She's like, we yeah. don't really even know what it is, but that's, I mean, you can tell what it's it is. A piece of track. Obvious. Yeah. And yeah. you could see some huts and things. It mm-hmm. looks definitely Jurassic Park related. And it's right back over in the Jurassic Park area because we walked past it right after we did the, mm-hmm. the Velociraptor yeah, it's encounter. A, it's across from the uh, splash area of the Jurassic Park ride mm-hmm. and next to that dig site barbecue or whatever that thing no what is that called something that like restaurant that. on the other yeah. side there and it's pretty big it goes way back in there whatever it is, is going to be cool yeah and you can really the see it path. um so it's on if you're sides. across the other side of that um little lake lagoon. Oh, the lagoon yeah you can really see that they can't hide it behind walls when you're over on the other side mm-hmm. that's the way they build it's probably likely to open late this year I love that about Universal. They'll just throw money at it and get it done in a year and a half. Of course, they don't work once they open, but they're open. <laughs> Poor Hagrid. <laughs> Most of the time. Oh. Between, the, between the wear and tear on the track and the bees 
Hagrid's had a tough year. Bees! <laughs> oh, it's like the word of the day. <laughs> um, SeaWorld's got a couple of things. Oh, this yeah. Year. I just read uh, about their new roller coaster they're building. Yeah, the Icebreaker. This hmm. thing. It's, it's a launch coaster. It's going to launch you forward and backwards. Yes. Whether you like uh, it or not. Four launches. <laughs> Including yep. one that will catapult the train up a 93-foot spike. And one breakfast. On which, yeah, they will drop at a beyond vertical 100-degree angle. Yeah. I beyond mean, vertical? Why? That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's like a... Yeah, curve never gets Peter back and Yes, it kind of goes back, yeah. Oof. Yeah. The ride will also... That's fun, actually. I like that. The ride will also include an 80-foot-tall top hat tower... Featuring a steep ascent followed by a short crest and a precipitous drop. This thing looks mm. wicked. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm not sure about this. I mean, all the while a SeaWorld employee will punch recently. you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the, the Mako at SeaWorld. And yeah, I love that, that one's, one. That one's got a pretty intense drop, but it's not beyond vertical. Yeah, that one, <laughs> the curves, it's a hyper coaster, so all of the curves and drops are outsized so they're yeah. just not yeah. real extreme feeling right. it looks extreme and it's scary if you're scared of heights which and you I'm feel not, but... the entire time like you're gonna fly out of the yeah, seat a lot of g's there but yeah. i w- i wrote it one time in the front the very front row and my contacts blew off my eyes <laughs> yeah, you can't look from yeah. side to side on that so i don't i can't, I can't ride that one in the front row anymore <laughs> My eyelids completely inverted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you need to wear goggles. Or wear goggles. Good point. Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. They should hand those out. At I the could thing. just pack mm-hmm. some swim goggles. and. Yeah, it's a great look. Too. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> is there an on-ride photo? Yes, there is. Yeah, there you go. Is that the... <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm um, there, I'll make that happen. <laughs> they're also changing their orca show mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Um, before they phase out the orcas, they're... Um, they're changing it from less of a stunt spectacular to more of a show that shows how they train and work with the animals. Oh, I was hoping it'd be more of like a whale TED talk. Uh, <laughs> a whale in a turtleneck flopping around up there. Symposium. <laughs> so by phasing out the orcas, are they just basically going to let the orcas that are residents now just live there on display for the rest They're of their life? They're going to cook and eat them. Yeah, I think they're not acquiring any. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought too. But it's not like they're going to take the captive orcas they have right now and just dump them back in the sea and make them fend for themselves. No. Free will. It's like rent rent control in New York. (laughs) Yeah, I love the orca show. I hate that. That's. I know. uh, I agree. Yeah. It is what it is. I always really enjoyed it. I did too. It's a whole thing. I don't get into that here, I guess, but I loved oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the other sea animals, the seals and walruses and stuff. Walry. Walry. Is that the official? Mm. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> it's called a murder of walrus. <laughs> a murder of walry. Murder. I like it. There's quite a few uh, big roller coasters coming in 2020. Bush Gardens in Tampa yeah. is also getting. It's actually a refurb of their of one of their old wood coasters that was called the the Guazi. I'm saying mm-hmm. that right. 
I it's I going to be American. refurbished. It's good on a tortilla chip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be refurbished by a company that called Rocky Mountain Construction that I guess is famous for taking old, past their prime, wooden roller coasters and making them a wood-steel hybrid. So yep. the new one is going to be called the Iron Gwazi. Mm-hmm. So it will keep a lot of the original wood structure, but it's going to be taller, yeah. faster, have a 206-foot drop, a top speed of 76 miles per hour, and they're going to Dang. introduce three inversions into it. So I it like when they do that because it has the, the uh, feel and the clickety-clack of a right, yeah. wooden coaster, but it's smooth and sturdy like a they steel They have a, something called a patented iBox steel track that they integrate into the wood coaster. This, it, looks, uh, it looks like it'll be pretty cool. If you I like think the they did coasters. that at some of the Dollywood coasters yeah, when they took over from what was that before, like Silver Dollar City or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if I can ride those coasters anymore. Have you guys yeah. been to Bush Gardens? Anyone here? Um, no. Not in a really long time. We so have one has animals. 20 years. We have one here in Williamsburg. No, that's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Williamsburg is also getting a new one. It's... It's going to be a Roman god themed and called the Pantheon. It will forego a, a traditional lift hill and use multiple magnetic launch systems to soar 178 feet high and 73 miles per hour. Then it will also have one of those top hat hills with a beyond vertical 100 degree drop. Oof. Mm-mm. A mid course spike that will send you racing upwards towards the heaven where you will abruptly stop and then plunge backwards into two inversions. Oh, wow. <laughs> Check it out uh, for us, Jess, and report back. <laughs> sure. That sounds like Jess would never walk again. After it does, that. actually. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like my idea of not a good time. <laughs> yeah. My inner ear viscosity has gotten so <laughs> heavy that I, I can't ride these things. I don't recover after a while. <laughs> um, this year's the 100th anniversary of Knott's Berry Farm. It's a oh. theme park we've never talked about on yeah. this show. Oh, yeah. Out near um, the Disneyland. I went out there a few times as a very small kid, but I haven't been no. since. Did you know that they're responsible for boysenberries? I was not aware of this. Yeah. The, the original guy found like some junk berry bushes in his backyard and mm-hmm. decided to clean them up and bring them back. His retired Lieutenant Colonel Pete Boysen. <laughs> <laughs> Boise to his friends. Weird. I would have thought it would have been nuts. But yeah. Um, so that's the berries in Berry Farm. Uh, and they're having various celebrations. And their one big thing is apparently they're bringing back a vintage dark ride that was a fan favorite and hmm. making it a new 4D interactive dark ride experience. Interesting. Hmm. When are we going to get 5D? I'm tired of all these 4D rides. <laughs> There's not enough Ds. What's the fifth D going to be? There's never enough Ds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This dude loves the D. He can't get enough. <laughs> Send all your Ds to... <laughs> I don't know. Heather's the one that said she can't get enough. <laughs> okay, that's cut out. We don't need the, uh, the listener mail. That's gonna, you don't need oh, all the just, just one big D. That was fine. <laughs> <One big> D. <laughs> I mean, Heather's the one asking for the D, so send that to <laughs> <laughs> Heather at goldkeyadventures.com. <laughs> .com. <laughs> uh, Cedar Point's also got a big anniversary this year. Ooh, I haven't been to Cedar Point in years. Yeah, it's been 
quite a while. The last time I went to Cedar Point was with Kendra and she got hit in the head by a giant pickle. Ask her about that story. <laughs> was that part of I a ride? Where I go. <laughs> was that like an yeah. attraction? That's what or you get that... for riding yeah, the pickle blaster. Yeah, you have to pay extra to get a giant dill pickle thrown at your head. You guys got some weird theme parks out there. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. Uh, 150 years of Cedar Point, and um, they're giving away lifetime pass. Oh, wow. They're going to have a parade that looks like uh, Paint the Night, actually. Oh. They're going to have a nighttime parade that's covered with lights. Cedar and... Point is a great coaster park. They have some uh, really huge, crazy Paint coasters. the Pickle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Paint the Pickle. Um, they're not adding any roller coasters this year, but they have this Snake River Expedition that, that there's not a lot of details, but the concept art makes it look like it's kind of a Jungle Cruise ripoff, oh, uh, cool. helping Trapper Dan go down a river in America. And it's says it's going to have um, actors and animatronics and surprises and snakes. Hmm. This one will Surprise feature the snakes. left side of water. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Surprise snakes is never a good thing. I know it's no, 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 the worst kind of snake. That's the yep, worst so. kind of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, my son is yeah. doing a class actually at the the last week of school at at our local high school. They have something that they call interim, where they all do just one class, and a lot of it is trips places. And he's doing a class called roller coaster physics, Ooh. and basically they're taking them to Cedar Point for two days. And they're just going to ride the coasters. I said, is there some actual, is there some actual math? Are you going to learn about the physics of roller coasters? And he said, it doesn't look like it. We're just going to ride roller coasters for two days. They do that at Disney as part of the Yes Youth Education yes. Service Yeah, program. I think there you actually learn some physics. Mm -hmm. Does everyone get an erector set? <laughs> yes. Did you know that they use a damn near killed her? <laughs> Always an opportunity for that to come up during Gold Key Adventure Society meetings. <laughs> That's what we call a runner. Yes. <laughs> what were you saying, Jeff? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some other dumb erector joke. <laughs> Director, <laughs> I think unless anybody's got anything exciting coming to our world in 2020, that's already way more things than I can experience in one year. Yeah, yeah you it's a long list. We got to start start yeah. soon. Maybe start booking in, uh, some like flights. a week and a half. Sounds good. There you go. Well, then I think we're going to call this meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society to an end. Uh, maybe if you're inspired to check out some of the things we talked about as coming to various parks and places this year, uh, head on over to uh, Key to the World Travel, www.keytotheworldtravel.com, and uh, request a, uh, a uh, no-obligation quote, and we can see what we can hook you up with. Um, thanks for listening to us every week. Make sure you tell a friend or two that you think might enjoy our particular weird brand of travel fun. It's <laughs> a where they can find the show and uh hopefully they'll join up with us and um trying to think about if there's anything else i'm supposed to say at the end of the show make sure you rate and review uh check out uh themeparkprofessor.com for all of the latest theme park news and travel planning tips and guides and don't go to flows y'all come back it's time to close this week's <laughs> gathering of the gold key adventure society <laughs> thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in if you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.